The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Are you familiar with the Earned Income Tax Credit? Well, the Earned Income Tax Credit has been around at the federal level for a long time. Basically, it gives people money back on their taxes if they are low income and they earn income, particularly if they have children. On the whole, I know there's a lot of debate about this program. On the whole, it doesn't cost terribly much to the taxpayers, and I tend to think it's a good thing. It incentivizes filing tax returns, it incentivizes reporting your income on the books, it incentivizes having a job, makes it a little easier if you're a low-income family and you have children. About 20 years ago, New York City added its own version of the earned income tax credit, and last year, Albany beefed it up a little bit. Well, last Saturday, New York City officials launched a $1.5 million media campaign to promote an earned income tax credit available to residents of New York City. Now, I hope I don't get in trouble. I hope they're not airing ads here on 77 WABC, but if they are, so be it. I want you to keep in mind what's happening. We are spending a million and a half dollars in taxpayer dollars for the mayor's office to reach out to New Yorkers and tell them to file their taxes so that they can get more money back from the city, the state, and the federal government. A million and a half dollars. I think if the mayor wants to use his substantial bully pulpit, as he already has, to tell people about it, that's great. If he wants to go on every radio show in the world, every TV show in the world, I'm sure they'd be happy to have him. I'd certainly be happy to have him. But to spend a million and a half dollars advertising to people how they can get more taxpayer dollars, I don't think that makes any sense whatsoever. This strikes me as wasteful and an attempt by the mayor to brandish his own reputation and make it look like he's doing something. I don't like these ads. I don't like that we're paying for them. And the fact that they're airing them on news stations, which is where I heard several of them, when the mayor could go on those news stations anytime he wants and say the same thing for free, I think shows that it's not necessarily reaching the people that might not be attuned to news stations anyway. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano here on 77 WABC. If there's one thing I love, it's a comeback story. That's why I was so pleased to see Brendan Fraser win his Oscar for The Whale, just as I was when Mickey Rourke won his Academy Award for The Wrestler. Whether it's politics, whether it's business, whether it's sports, I love a comeback story. And we have seen a rather remarkable comeback story in New Jersey, and it all centers around... Ridgefield Mayor Anthony Suarez. Suarez, if you're not familiar with him, was among the dozens of politicians, operatives, and rabbis arrested in Operation Bid Rig back in 2009 for allegedly taking money from FBI informant Solomon Dweck in exchange for a development approval. But Suarez was acquitted in 2010. That's pretty rare, even in the state of New Jersey. Breaking a long stream of federal corruption convictions in New Jersey that then 
U.S. attorney, Chris Christie, was able to gather. Remember what a reputation Chris Christie developed as a crime fighter, putting all those politicians behind bars? Well, Suarez was an exception. He beat the rap. He was acquitted. It wasn't on a technicality either. The case against him was incredibly weak. Suarez also resisted pressure from then-governor John Corzine to resign. And in 2010, he survived a very rare recall election. All of these things are very rare. Getting an acquittal in federal criminal court, resisting calls from a governor of your own party to resign, and then surviving a recall election. He wrote a book about the whole thing in which he accused former Governor Chris Christie of uh, prosecutorial misconduct. A lot of people have written books about that, and I think they're actually right. Well, this week, Suarez was nominated to be a New Jersey Superior Court judge, and his nomination breezed through the Senate Judiciary Committee, passing unanimously. All indications are he'll be confirmed by the full state Senate. You have seen some politicians come back from scandal, but how many of them get to officially call themselves Your Honor? I think probably only Anthony Suarez. Politico New Jersey asked the question, if Chris Christie decided today that he didn't want to be president and would instead settle for being a state superior court judge, you think he'd have any shot of being confirmed? I doubt it. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I want to congratulate our colleague here at 77 WABC, Ed Cox, on being unanimously elected on Monday as the new state chairman of the Republican Party. Ed Cox can be heard regularly on Cats and Crosby. And uh, I've known Ed a long time, certainly a smart guy, certainly a hard worker. I'm going to be reaching out to him as I have all of the previous state GOP chairs with my proposal that Ed Cox allow blanks, people that aren't enrolled in any party, to vote in the Republican Party primaries. I think that would help uh, the Republicans select candidates that are much more palatable to the general electorate. We'll see where that goes. Hey, speaking of WABC, WABC listeners ought to get ready for St. Patrick's Day with our exclusive merchandise collection. Celebrate in style with our green-themed hats, t-shirts, glasses, and a whole lot more. Whether you're heading to the parade or just enjoying a pint with friends, our collection has got you covered. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit WABCRadioStore.com right now and grab your St. Patrick's Day gear before it's gone. Happy St. Patrick's Day from those of us at WABC Radio. Now, I believe that if you use the discount code FRANK15, you'll be able to save 15% off your order. And I'd appreciate it if you use it. Not that I get any money out of it, but it shows to the higher-ups here that our listeners are responding to my call to action. So if you do buy anything at WABCRadioStore.com, including the great Other Side of Midnight merchandise that we have on there, the Frank Marino hats, the new jerseys that are on there, use the promo code FRANK15, but you absolutely have to check out this St. Patrick's Day merchandise. I meant to buy some yesterday. I haven't yet. I'm going to try and do so today. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. 
Yesterday, I told you about the reports that Senator Kirsten Gillibrand has been raising money based on the rumor that Andrew Cuomo is plotting a comeback by running against her next year. And I told you that I thought it was very likely that Cuomo was planning precisely such a comeback. Well, after yesterday, I have come to think that that is extremely likely, primarily because of the remarks Melissa DeRosa, who is closer to Andrew Cuomo than anyone in the world, she was on Cats and Crosby last night right here on 77 WABC and I guarantee you she is privy to the governor's thinking when it comes to politics. She was his uh, top aide when he was governor and you can bet they are still pretty close. This is what she said on the subject of Kirsten Gillibrand. But I mean, look guys, as far as lightweights go, you could knock Kirsten Gillibrand over with a stiff breeze. I mean, <laughs> well, that, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. You have her and AOC. He comes in, he's the adult. This is her biggest problem. What is Kirsten Gillibrand known for? She's been in the Senate for 12 years. What is she known for? She was a good Can bartender. Anyone... No, that's AOC. <laughs> no, no. Oh, 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 sorry, K- forgive me, you're right. K- K- Kirsten, she's <laughs> nope. known for taking uh, Hillary's seat. Well, and she's known for taking out Al Franken, and that's it. And that is her biggest problem. It's not AOC, it's not Cuomo, it's not Lee Zeldin. Her biggest problem is she has been in that office for a significant amount of time, and she doesn't have much to show for it. She ran for president, she was at 0%, she never went above 0% in the polls, which was sort of embarrassing her and de Blasio. And, you know, she's got to come back hat in hand and run again next year. And the question is, what is her pitch to voters? And right now, I don't think she has one. I've never heard her take a shot at Kirsten Gillibrand before. So it leads me to think there is something to this. Also, yesterday, we learned that Andrew Cuomo is launching a pro-Israel group. So I think this is his way of making clear that this is going to be his lane in a Democratic primary. Kind of moderate, kind of pro-Israel. We'll see where that goes. My hope is that another former governor, David Patterson, is the person that ends up running in a Democratic primary. And I'd love to see Andrew Giuliani run in the general election. Imagine if we get that Giuliani versus Cuomo matchup in the general. If you uh, talk with Andrew or reach out to him on social media, tell him you think it's a good idea. Beam me up! To be continued.